This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 320. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a more compassionate plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Now, if you've listened to the show for a while, it's no secret that my favorite type of cuisine is Mexican food. Cuisine. She's being fancy. <laughs> That's fancy my, talk. So I, my grandparents, the majority of them came from Mexico, and my grandfather came from Honduras. Mm-hmm. And I grew up eating some amazing, I, I have to admit, I took it for granted because I didn't realize, you know, for us, it was just going over to grandma and grandpa's for <laughs> dinner, right? amazing latin food my grandmother and my great-grandmother who i was very fortunate to get to know for a while she they were just amazing cooks amazing and luckily when we became vegetarian we found out that mexican food is very adaptable Mm -hmm. to a vegetarian lifestyle so yay (laughs) and vegan by the way vegan also that's right now enchiladas or as I used to call them when I was a kid, lalas, lalas. <laughs> are especially versatile because so many vegetables make delicious fillings and there are multiple options for sauces too. So in this episode of the Vegetarians and Podcast, we're going to focus all on enchiladas. They're my favorite too, by the way. Yeah, they're awesome. We have them at least once a week. Yeah. What do I order whenever we go to a Mexican restaurant? Cheese enchiladas. <laughs> All right, but first we have a new rating. Yes, we do. So this, oh, and it's appropriate. It's from Texas, Texas, C-H-A-T-J-E, Texas, C-H-A-T-J-E. And in parentheses, this is Carol. Carol. <laughs> Thanks, Carol. <laughs> All right. Uh, and uh, she's, Carol says, love your podcast. I am a recent, quote, mature graduate from Texas Women's University in Nutrition. In 2015, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder and since then have slowly began to change my food culture. I am mostly vegetarian, working toward whole food vegan. It has been an interesting journey. Y'all's show is an inspiration and has helped me to stay on course. I look forward to your weekly shows and your research. Spot on. Amazing job, ladies. Thank you. Thank you, Carol. That means a lot because we really... Do, do our due diligence when doing research. It takes yes. us a long time to put together the, the episode. So you. really appreciate you. <laughs> really appreciate you acknowledging our the research that we put and into And she's it. a Texas gal, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Today's episode is being sponsored by Buddha Bowls, the vegetarian Zen way, which is out now on our website. If you head out to vegetarianzen.com forward slash, forward slash Buddha Bowl book, you will see our first ebook product. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're not familiar with what Buddha Bowls are, we did an episode not too, it was this earlier this year, I think it was in the spring. And we, this is where we discovered our love for, for Buddha Bowls because they are so easy to make. They are so easy to get, make sure you're getting the proper nutrition mm-hmm. in one little bowl. They're cute. Cute. <laughs> they're cute. And, oh, they good. So and they're cute. easily adaptable to whatever your family. So we have a lot of folks within our community that maybe they're vegetarian or vegan, but their spouse or their children are not. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of folks that worry about gluten, gluten-free. These are so adaptable. So this is why we were inspired to create this book. We had a great time doing it. <laughs> it was a great learning experience. It was fun. There's just a lot of work that goes into it. It will definitely not be our last book, uh, but we had some good learnings from this one for sure. 
And uh, so, again, head out to vegetarianzen.com forward slash bootable book to get your copy today. That's right. All right. Are we ready to get into the main topic? Let's do it. And then I'm going to be ready to eat because this is making me hungry. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to go see a movie. We're going to go see Crawl. Crawl. (laughs) Cheesy horror movie. Cheesy horror movie. Yeah. It says it all. All right. So let's start with the tortilla. A lot of people don't put a lot of thought in tortillas, but I'm going to tell you, being from South Texas, and mm-hmm. like I said, being raised like I was raised, this can make or break your enchilada. Mm-hmm. You need to put a little bit of thought behind a good quality uh, uh, tortilla. And we like to get Food for Life sprouted corn tortillas. We've been getting those for a while. And you yeah. you find those in the freezer section. Right. Yeah. And, and they're amazing. I mean, they're, they're thicker and they're, you know, whole grain um, sprouted. And the, the taste, uh, even though they're frozen, once you thaw them out, you know, the, the taste is really, really good. Yeah, they're yeast-free, high in fiber. They contain sprouted grains, which, if you don't know why that makes a, a big, why that's a big deal, sprouted grains tend to ha- be higher in nutritional value. Mm-hmm. So it makes it easier. Also, makes it easier to digest. That's so you right. get more of the good nutrients. They're vegan and they're non-GMO. Right. And then, you know, they're, they only contain four ingredients. And this is another thing when you're, especially if you're not from like this area or somewhere in the, the South or Southwest, um, really check because like if you're up in Michigan, nothing wrong with Michigan folks, but it's probably going to be hard to find harder to find good tortillas than down here. So check your ingredients. And I was going to say, uh, food for life, um, the organic sprouted corn tortillas, they are made with four things. Organic sprouted corn, duh, filtered water, sea salt, and lime. That's, That's it. it. That's it. Gotta love those low ingredients. That's right. You know, I again, a way that I was kind of spoiled when I grew up, we made tortillas. Homemade. homemade. <laughs> yeah, my grandmother would have little balls of mm-hmm. dough in the refrigerator, and whenever we were having tortillas, she'd just roll them out, put them on the kamal, and... Uh, we had mm-hmm. those again. There's always a bowl totally. with a with balls of dough covered with a towel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You just pull out a few and flatten them and there you go. That's right. All right. Now, softening your tortillas. You can do this a couple of different ways. You can do this several different ways. But mm-hmm. the, the most common ways are you can heat them in oil, mm-hmm. uh, which some people who are uh, oil adverse, they don't want to put them in oil. Mm-hmm. It's It's... That's okay. You don't have to do it that way if you don't right. want to. We we do. And we you don't, yeah. And you don't want to fry them. You just want to soften them. So keep an eye on them. Don't let them, you know, get crispy. Yeah. And it also helps it from sticking when it's cooking. So that's another reason that's it, a lot of people like to do it this mm-hmm. way. It, to me, it does taste better that mm-hmm. way. That's how I grew up with it. But I get it. Some people are oil ad- adverse. So we won't, you don't have to do it that way if you don't want to. You can also steam the tortillas in the microwave. Mm-hmm. So you just how you do how you do that is you just wrap them like the let's just say you have ten tortillas you wrap them in a paper towel that's slightly damp it's damp you don't mm-hmm. want to like dripping wet <laughs> tortilla or or a paper towel and then put it in the microwave for about twenty seconds mm-hmm. and that should keep them from breaking on you when you're trying to roll them. The only thing about that you have to keep in mind is that you have to take them out of the microwave and roll them right away because once Great they cool, point. it's yeah, there's no mm-hmm. point. If you do them in oil, then they'll stay soft. Yeah. And you will usually we'll put paper towels mm-hmm. to, to get to, off the excess right. oil and put those in between the tortillas and they, they'll stay soft until you're ready to do what you need to do with them. Right. And then, you know, the third alternative, which is also no oil is to just turn on a pan or a comal, which is the, the cast iron, you know, flat, 
pan for tortillas um and, and just turn that on heat them for a few seconds on each side and i say a few seconds but it's it's more like maybe 30 seconds um just until they're pliable and then again with that you've got to use them you have to roll them pretty quickly after that right very quickly actually yeah. you better have your so mise en roll, place heat roll heat roll <laughs> yeah, right. exactly all right. So let's talk about enchilada sauce. This is another very critical component of the enchilada, a bad sauce and filling combo. So this is the mm. other thing. You got to think about almost like wine pairing. You don't mm. want to. So we went to a restaurant for my one of my nephew's birthdays or something not so long ago. My mom ordered chicken enchiladas, which typically have green salsa verde and monterey or monterey jack cheese and <laughs> she got them and they were red sauce and some other like cheddar cheese something. or something i don't know but it was that's a bad pairing that, <laughs> that's not the way that's supposed to go so you really want to think about what the difference is so it's not just color okay mm -hmm. so like i said in the wine analogy you want to think about a little bit of flavor and if you're not familiar with how green sauce tastes well the red sauce t to me tends to taste a little heavier mm -hmm. it's got like a little bolder. Mm -hmm. It's more tomatoey, depending on the sauce it's that got you're. Cumin and oregano, and you know things like that. More spices in it. Right, and the green sauce tends to have green chilies, mm -hmm. and also it can also have tomatillos. So those are a little bit more vegetable, I guess, <laughs> veggie yeah. flavored, a little lighter. So that's why those typically are on chicken enchiladas because mm -hmm. it's more of a lighter type of sauce. Mm -hmm. Right. So you definitely want to think about that. If you're not very familiar with it, I would advise just going and buying a couple and then just kind of tasting it. Even if you just, you know, open the can and taste it and just to see what it tastes like mm -hmm. and, and, uh, you know, make mm -hmm. go from there. And it's very easy to make your own. Um, red easy. sauce especially is very easy to make it's just it's not a whole lot of ingredients it's not labor intensive there's no cooking it's just you know it's super easy so um, if you want to try that there's plenty of recipes out there all right so let's talk about off the shelf sauces we use hatch tex-mex enchilada sauce it's a red sauce mm -hmm. right right and this one goes well with our favorite combination, which is mushroom and spinach or just cheese. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we right. just have cheese. And zucchini, too. I yeah, like we've zucchini. had zucchini. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the, the hatch, I like hatch because, well, the flavor is pretty good, but um, hatch is organic now. At least mm -hmm. this one is. I don't know if all of theirs are. No, but they're this not one, because I, when I went out there. Yeah, but this one is. And I like that. Um, so think about why that works, though, for a second. And this is why I like to go like in the Buddha book, we, we give people like the basics of uh, creating their own so they can make their own. Mm -hmm. We put some recipes in that book, but we really want people to get creative because everybody's tastes are so different. So think about enchilada that way too, is that why does the red sauce go so well with the mushroom and spinach? Mm -hmm. Because the mushroom uh, often takes the place of meat mm -hmm. in dishes, right? That's right. So typically the red will go better with the meat. Mm -hmm. So Right. And you can definitely do like green enchiladas with mushrooms too. Sure. I mean, it's not like you can't, but sure. but uh it just that's just a really good combination, I like. I, yeah. I, I think. I think I like I like I think. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm hungry. All right. So there's a great article on the Thrive Cuisine website with eight vegan enchilada sauces for you to check out. So we're not going to talk about a whole bunch of them here. We just wanted to make sure to share the one that we use, but Thrive Cuisine has this great article and I thought <laughs> I'll just link out to them because there's some awesome ones out mm -hmm. there. That's right. The filling station. All right. So filling enchiladas is kind of like, I don't know, filling pasta. 
like if you have shells or even like lasagna or something there, you can put different stuff in there. It doesn't have to be, you know, filled with ground beef and ricotta cheese for, for lasagna or for shells. You know, I mean, you can do vegetables, you can do all kinds of stuff. You can be a mad Enchil- scientist. <laughs> Enchiladas are the same way. And so what you like is really up to you. And I know in peas and carrots group, you had asked a question yes. about what are your favorite filling. And somebody even said pineapple. Yes. Which. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I would be open to trying it. I don't know that. I mean, it's not my personal taste necessarily, but I do like pineapple on pizza. Yeah, I don't That's either. a big, that's like a that big either. debate amongst no. people, but no. I, re- I do like that. All right. So let's talk about some of our favorite combinations mm-hmm. just to give people some idea of what they can, what's possible. Right. All right. So the first one we're going to talk about is our favorite spinach and enchiladas. Mm-hmm. This and is just, on our website. Yeah, just spinach. I mean, just plain spinach is nothing else. I I made enchiladas last week, and I was doing the what do we need to eat thing, and I knew we had some mushrooms in the refrigerator, just button mushrooms, and so I was going to do mushroom and spinach because we needed to eat the spinach, and I got in there, got the mushrooms, and that would have been. A weekend from H-E double hockey sticks, um, food poisoning wise. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they were bad. So I'm like, oh, no. So so I just made spinach enchiladas and I just sauteed the spinach a little to wilt it and then, you know, put it in the middle. And oh, they're so good. Just like that. Okay. So another combination is vegan chorizo enchiladas with salsa verde. Now, this recipe I got from the plant-based meal kit service, The Purple Carrot. And what I like about this, now this one, this recipe calls for diet cheese, so it's vegan, Mm -hmm. but you can put whatever cheese you want, or you can leave the cheese off of it too. I thought you said diet cheese. (laughs) No, that's not happening. Diet (laughs) No. Uh, But I do like, we get, uh, I've tried a couple of different brands of vegan soydiso, or what the, I guess Mm -hmm. it's soydiso. There's Frida's and there's, yeah, soydiso. Wow. It is so good. And again, guys. I grew up on this stuff. And when I had Sodiso, I was, I'm going to admit, I was a little skeptical, but having had Sodiso, I grew up on the pork Sodiso. And this was amazing. So I always, I pretty much always have some Sodiso in the, Mm -hmm. in the refrigerator. So this sounds good. I have not made this myself, but I made sure that we're going to link to this recipe because I'm going to make it. I want to make it for me. I know then, you don't like it. No. And then the next one is also has soy riso, so you can have all of those too. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe we'll do a different, just different pans. Well, that's the yeah. thing too, is that sometimes you like, you want something different or sometimes you want your sauce on the side, weirdo. Um, <laughs> so I'll make, you know, just two separate pans. I, everything is the same. The prep is all the same, except I just put it in two separate pans, put sauce on mine and not on yours, weirdo. Thank you for reminding me of that. I forgot. I was going to bring that up in the sauce section when we were mm-hmm. talking about getting saucy. Mm-hmm. Uh, alfresco. I mean, without any sauce at all, I sometimes just put pico de gallo on the top. Blah. And I, I sometimes I'm just not in a sauce mood. You know, I'm like that too with noodles. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, I just you are. don't feel like it. All right. So the next recipe we said was sorizo and sweet potato enchiladas. Now, I you can use regular potatoes as well. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a fan of sweet potatoes in a lot of recipes, but in some I like. Remember when we had the... Uh, Vegan flautas somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't remember I think where. It was at Fred's. Wasn't was it, it at Fred's yeah. at Viva Vejeria? Yeah. His he had a, a Tex-Mex restaurant that catered our wedding too. Mm-hmm. They were really good that way. And I typically do not care for sweet potatoes. I prefer regular potatoes. But I I can see this too with the sorizo because the sorizo is spicy and the sweet potatoes not. It's mm-hmm. sweet, so it kind of gives you that 
sweet and spicy combo. Right. I can see that working completely. Right. And then again with the sweet potatoes, what's up with the sweet potatoes? Sweet <laughs> potato and black bean. So Cookie and Kate had this recipe on uh, her website. Uh, this is vegetarian, and but she also has some notes in there added for if you want to prepare it vegan or even uh, gluten-free. And then for this one, she uses a salsa verde. Uh, and then um, it's just a really good example of the, the sauce working well with the, the green sauce working well with the, the black beans. And, you know, so they don't. And it's good because you don't want to overpower the, the sweet potato black bean combo. That's right. All right. And last but not least, vegetable enchiladas. And this is from the Vegetarian Zen website. Who's so we that? have these. <laughs> so we have these out there. And again, we have these on a regular basis. You use zucchini, you use mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, we can, whatever spinach, you, you have, yeah. you can put, put that. Uh, I've even done like shallots and like before I saute the vegetables, because I saute the vegetables first, you know, soften them up. Um, some, so I've even done like shallots and garlic sauteed and then add the vegetables and kind of soften them up and really good. Tasty. Awesome. Well, like we mentioned, we will have links to everything that we've mentioned in the show notes. So make sure you head out to vegetarianzen.com forward slash 320 to get the links to everything. And we hope this has given you some great ideas and inspiration for creating your own awesome enchiladas. I think that is it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.